What does it mean to inwardly digest God's Word? Find out in Pastor Will Whedon's column in the latest Issues Etc. journal. We'll send it to you for free. Just click the red journal subscription button in the right-hand column at issuesetc.org. In the Wittenberg Trail feature, Dr. John Warwick Montgomery tells his story of finding confessional Lutheranism to be the most scripturally faithful theology. The free online Issues Etc. journal, issuesetc.org. If I ever write this letter All the pages I could write Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. We have a question from a listener on clouds in the Bible. They're all over the Bible from the beginning to the, well, literally to almost the very end. And other questions that our listeners have submitted to us. It's time to go through listener email and the issues, etc. comment line on this Wednesday, January the 17th. Our email address, talkback at issuesetc.org. And the issues, etc. comment line 618-223-8382. Before we get to email, I saw a AAA truck assisting you in the Lutheran Public Radio parking lot. What yes. was that all about, Pastor I, Wilkin? I pulled into the, I use AAA a lot because I own three used vehicles. As a matter of principle, refused to buy a new vehicle, especially with the interest rates they, the way they are nowadays. So I pulled into the parking lot this morning and looked down and my little dash message said, zero miles to empty. It usually kicks on at 50 miles to empty to kind of tell you you're getting, you're getting low. And I pulled in, it said zero miles to empty. And I did not know how long it had been saying zero. So rather than get back in the truck and drive over and try and get some gas in place and run out of gas, uh, Pastor Whedon suggested, hey, you have AAA, just call them, they'll, they'll bring gas out to you. So that's what he did. He came out and poured more, more gas on the parking lot than into the actual vehicle because of the, you're familiar with the stupid gas cans, right? Oh, don't even you used to be able to. Yes, yes. You used to be able to buy a gas can and it may, may have a little cap at the end of the spout. But it was just a straight spout down into the gas, and then regulation kicks in. And now it has to have some kind of a gas seal on it. So this guy's fiddling with that little gas seal on the tiny gas can, and it's, of course half of it's leaking on the ground because it doesn't perform the function of the spout anymore. So literally defying the purpose <laughs> of the regulation, a gas can that spills gas on the ground is probably worse than one that doesn't have the little spring stopper in it. Plus, when I put that gas can in the back of my truck during the summer and it heats up, it shoots the spring thing out and defeats the purpose too. So, given Pastor Whedon's <laughs> advice, is running low on gas a problem with Lutheran pastors? And I say this, how many times per year do you text me say, hey, sorry, I'm running late. I'm low on gas. Is this, is this a problem with Lutheran pastors, do you think? The it's fact a, that Whedon said, wait, why don't you call AAA? It's a problem with me because I have a 27-gallon tank in that truck. And if you do the math, it, it's completely illogical. I should just fill it up completely because I'm going to spend just as much money to drive the vehicle. But I refuse to fill it more than half. And half will get me through about four days of commuting. Is that just because what a full tank costs or what? Yeah. I just can't stand looking at the, at the, 
price at the end that when it says $100 to fill up a vehicle. If I ran out of gas, you know what my dad would say? Jeff, how old are you? <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what you would say. Yeah. How old are you? Well, that's why I usually carry a gas can in the back of my, I usually carry three or four in the back of my truck. Well, why don't you just fill it up? Get over your phobia. <laughs> just fill it up. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, just I, so the funny don't. thing is I fill up my wife's van, but she's had a, she got a 15 gallon tank. It doesn't hurt as but bad. But you're going to use it. I know. I know. So hey, just so you guys know, <laughs> I did find a, one of the old gas cans at a yard sale for like two bucks. And where do you think it is now? In my garage. Well, that's, that's right. That reminds me, when we have a flea market, I'm going to go get one of the old, literal steel gas cans. Until your EPA-friendly neighbor calls the EPA on you. Yeah. Quickly, before we go to break, James, is there a correlation between the cloud that led the Israelites out of Egypt through the wilderness into the promised land and the cloud Jesus ascends into at the end of Luke and beginning of Acts? We don't know for sure, but more generally, clouds play a function in scripture from almost the very beginning. There's the cloud into which God places his bow after the flood. That's explicitly mentioned. There is the cloud of God's presence that manifests itself in the tabernacle, the glory cloud it's sometimes called, and in the temple. There is the cloud, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, at the transfiguration, the bright cloud that comes and hides Jesus from them. There is the cloud of the ascension. Again, a bright cloud comes and receives Jesus to hide him. So I think we can make a very general conclusion. And then there are clouds upon which Christ will return. We said he will come on the clouds of heaven. So we can make a general conclusion that clouds are an indicator of God's presence. But I think we need to understand they're not only indicate God's presence, but most of the time they're used to hide something. Jesus is hidden from them in his ascension. He's hidden from them at the end of his transfiguration. And scripture even speaks in the Psalms about how God wraps himself in a cloud. He hides himself in a cloud so that God is present, but he also is hidden from us. I think the best Lutheran conclusion to draw is that we don't go looking for God in a manifestation of a cloud We look for him where he has placed himself, and that is here among us in the person of Jesus Christ. So that's probably why Jesus says when he comes again in glory, he'll come in the clouds, as one might expect. When we come back, more listener email and the issues, etc. comment line. If you appreciate Issues Etc., our 24-7 music and talk stations, and our daily verse-by-verse Bible study, The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, please include a bequest in your will or trust for these worldwide media resources. A bequest allows you to receive an estate tax charitable deduction and reduces the tax burden on your family. Ensure your children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren the opportunity to listen by including a bequest in your will or trust for Issues Etc., Lutheran Public Radio, and the word of the Lord endures forever. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Our church loves and is grateful for those that serve our country. Operation Barnabas, part of Ministry to the Armed Forces, equips you to reach out to veterans in your community to bring Christ to those that served. Call Ministry to the Armed Forces at 314-996-1337 or email lcmschaps at lcms.org. Thank you for your service. Thank you. God bless our military. Luther had Wartburg. We have Collinsville. You're listening to Issues Etc. Hello, this is Roy Askins with The Lutheran Witness. You've heard me talk about all the great content we publish in the print magazine of The Lutheran Witness, but I wanted to share with you that we have even more online. Visit our website, witness.lcms.org, where you'll hear even more content on worship this month in particular from Cantor Phil Magnus. We also have a series on literature right now going on and a series on church art with much more planned in the future. You can get all that for free on witness.lcms.org. The Lutheran Witness, helping you interpret the world from a Lutheran perspective. Teaching your student to read should not be complicated. Memoria Press's phonics uses common sense and the classical approach with their First Start Reading program for the most effective and efficient way to teach your child how to read. If you're interested in learning more, visit them at memoriapress.com and use the coupon code LPR24 at checkout. Memoria Press, saving Western civilization one student at a time. I'm assuming you got my message on your machine. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. We're going through a list of our email and the Issues Etc. comment line. Kelly writes, thank you for all you do. My husband and I truly enjoy listening to your program and processing the wide variety of topics. My current favorite segment is Kids Have Questions with Pastor Jonathan Connor. My question is about selecting a children's storybook Bible. Of course, Concordia Publishing House has the wonderful The Story Bible, but there are many others available. When it comes to selecting a children's Bible or several, theology becomes an important issue. For example, one account is scrutinizes the Lord's Supper. To be sure, it discusses the bread and wine becoming Christ's body and blood correctly. But other than the death and resurrection in the Lord's Supper, what are other parts of the Bible to particularly focus on to be sure that the theology is correct? Thank you, and thank you for listening, Kelly. So I have this rule of thumb that I've practiced my entire pastoral ministry when evaluating a study Bible. Let's start there, an adult-level study Bible. I go straight to 1 Corinthians 11, and I look at what the notes say about the institution of the Lord's Supper. And many of them just whiff there, and many of them will, will say, some of them will come out and just say, is means represents in the notes. And it's not, that's not worth your money. And I think the same thing is true with children's Bible storybooks. I always turn to two places. I turn to the Lord's Supper, if it's included. I turn to the baptism of Jesus. And I turned to the crucifixion and the resurrection to see how, first of all, how it's illustrated. I actually saw one children's Bible storybook where Jesus was, de- very cartoonish Jesus was depicted on the cross smiling. It was kind of an, almost a VeggieTales level of silliness. And I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to soften the image, but that's one image we cannot soften for our children. Why the crucifix is so valuable in church and elsewhere. So going to those and testing them against 
what Scripture actually says are three good places to look. Now, it's, I got good news for you. It's kind of unnecessary to go casting about for a good storybook Bible from other, say, non-Lutheran publishing houses because we happen to have the benefit of a publishing house that has produced not only doctrinally vetted storybook Bibles, but also hundreds and hundreds of children's books that have all gone through doctrinal review for their theological seriousness and for their theological accuracy. So, and that comes from Concordia Publishing House. You can just call them and order one of their, say, I, I want a storybook Bible for my kid. All you got to do is call 1-800-325-3040. Or you can just go and look at what they have at cph.org. They have a huge, huge children's section of books dating back to when I was a wee little baby. They've been doing this. The listener mentioned the great, our kids have used the story Bible, but they also have the infamous Archbook series. It's not infamous, famous. Yeah, famous, that's right. (laughs) The famous Archbook series, which have won children's books awards from non-Lutheran sources for years and years. We even had like a multi- volume a christmas was it last christmas yeah they put together their christmas classic it was a couple of christmases ago i don't remember how long ago so they just bound all these things together into one book and and republished them for parents like yourself great question from john wish we had an answer specific answer has the 2024 making the case conference information been announced yet (laughs) no uh we we can say that we know the month it's going to be, but we cannot tell you exactly which weekend because we are waiting on a couple prospective speakers. And depending on w- if they say yes, when they're available, then we will have the conference. It's going to be one of two weekends. Am I right? Yeah, it's either Friday, July 12th and Saturday, July 13th at Concordia University of Chicago or Friday, July 19th and Saturday, July 20th at Concordia University of Chicago. We're working with couple of people who are DC types and you've got all kinds of schedules. People don't exactly know when their recesses will be for the summer months. So we will soon, and, and we promise as soon as the dates are set, we will be announcing it because we don't like to wait past February to put those things together. And I don't know if you have a hard deadline in your planning of this well, I don't thing. know. The reason, one of the reasons it was in July because here we are in mid-January. <laughs> so it right. gives us more time to fill up the conference. One final email, Jerry. Just listen to the talk back on Jonah and the whale. Even Herman Millville in Moby Dick describes a whale as a fish. So yes, the whale would have been perceived as a fish, not a mammal, unless instructed differently by God himself. Thanks for all your great insights and thank you for the email, Jerry. And I don't know that ancient Hebrew even has a word for whale. It probably does. Some obscure and seldom used word, but probably fish just does the job even better. When we come back in hour two of Issues Etc., we're going to spend some time with Pastor Ted Geese. The 2024 Golden Globes aired. They got better ratings than usual, and it was a more subdued, much less political event. We'll talk through some of the films and some of the television shows that were recognized by the 2024 Golden Globes. I'm Todd Wilkin. Stay tuned.
Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc. Issues Etc. is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is vital for the continuation and expansion of this worldwide outreach. Our mailing address, Issues Etc., P.O. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. You can also donate at our website, issuesetc.org. Issues Etc. is a production of LPR, Lutheran Public Radio. What makes Christ Our Savior Lutheran Church in Freeburg, Illinois so special? Our new members talk about the family atmosphere, the welcoming people, and the outstanding music. But most importantly, you'll be confronted with your sin and comforted with the assurance that Jesus has removed that sin so that you can live each day as his baptized and forgiven child. Christ Our Savior Lutheran Church is at 612 North State Street in Freeburg, Illinois. Sunday worship is at 9 a.m., Sunday school and Bible classes at 1020 a.m. Call 618-539-5664. I am beautiful because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am accepted because I'm a part of his family through Jesus' shed blood. Unity Lutheran School in East St. Louis, Illinois, shines the light of Christ in one of the most impoverished cities in America. Learn how to support their mission work at unityesl.org. Unityesl.org. Today, with the help of the Holy Spirit, College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois offers ACT, SAT, and PSAT test prep, scholarship application classes, college and career counseling, and more. Hi, this is Lori Konsky, president of College Preparation Station. We have helped our students obtain more than $7 million in tuition scholarships in 12 years. Find out more at cpsprep.com. Let us help you create a vision and find your future. The College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois, cpsprep.com.